coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley. And I have another great guest. I say that every time, but I'm, I'm excited to talk to Alan Rogers. He is the Vice President of Organizational Learning and Development at FSC Franchise Company, and they actually have multiple brands. So I'm going to let Alan talk a little bit about how he wound up there and a little bit about the brands they support. Alan, welcome to the show. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Rob. Really excited about being here. So thanks for having me on. You got it. You got it. So tell us a little bit about your background. How did you wind up right here? It sounds like an amazing opportunity and some great brands you're working with. So tell me a little bit more. Yeah, really excited about the current opportunity I'm in and the the company and the team that I work with. Uh, Really uh, great leadership and a very strong leadership team here at FSC Franchising. And as you mentioned, we have a you know, a couple of brands that we work with, which are Beefo Brady's and the Brass Tap Craft Beer Bar. Uh, great concepts, both of them. A little bit different. So it's, it's really interesting to work on both sides of that. Uh, but where I actually got my start was actually on the franchise side of the business. I started off in high school as an hourly employee with McDonald's. And shortly before I graduated, I was a shift manager. And then as I was going to college, I got promoted to store manager. And I worked for a small franchisee. So they had uh, four restaurants and the daughter was the supervisor. So after being store manager for about four or five years, I was like, these guys are never going to fire their daughter. So if I want to move up, I got to I got to go somewhere else. So I went into uh, actually retail management and uh, held some different store level and GM uh, management positions with uh, Toys R Us and Target. And then McDonald's called back and actually it was McDonald Corporation. The daughter of the franchisee I used to work for had bought a store and she had recommended me as a franchise business consultant to them. They were hiring in the Atlanta market and uh, they called and you know, I always thought that was the coolest job in the world was to go and go around to multiple stores and and help uh, teams be successful and help you know independent business owners, franchisees be successful. And you know, so I, I went to uh, McDonald's as a franchise consultant, and actually, uh, you interviewed one of my franchise support teammates just a, a few weeks ago, Tara Riley. Uh, president of Fresh Coast uh, Painters, her and I were actually on the same uh, franchise consultant team. Uh, so, yeah, she was a great. She was a, a great mentor for me when I started in that position. She had she had had a similar career path where she worked her way through school uh, and went into corporate uh, McDonald's there. So, was supporting that. Also, uh, did company operations for them. Uh, some franchise uh, leadership operational positions, um, and then uh, went actually uh, to Huddle House Corporation, and there spent about 10 years um, 
in training and op services. So uh, my last position before coming here, I was senior director of training and op services at Huddle House Corporation. I uh, had this great opportunity uh, come on with the uh, FSC uh, franchising and, um, you know, took the took the position and really excited about it and uh, have a great team. Uh, it's amazing the support uh, that we provide franchisees here. And that's that's something that really uh, when I was going through the process of, of talking to the leadership team, I was so impressed with, you know, their their single focus on making sure um, that, you know, we have 100 percent franchisee success um, and yeah. just a world class leadership team here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love hearing that, too. I mean, it's one of the reasons I love doing this show is yeah. just because I love the industry and I love the idea, you know, people first, like we talked earlier. Um, you know, the fact is, is that everybody wins if everybody wins. And and that's the the focus, right? The focus has to be the franchisee and the local operators. And but but with McDonald's in your background, that's I, I heard, I think I read that they had a fully automated restaurant in Texas. But yeah. uh, you know, amazing innovators. Uh, you know, whether you like the food or not is another thing, but what a you know, what a great business and, and model and investment. <laughs> so yeah. just like yours. So I, I was thinking when you said it's great, a great opportunity for you, I thought, well, it's a great opportunity for these guys to have you. Um, because yeah. you know, obviously, you know, getting to that level of efficiency. It's never it really stops because as you grow or grow faster or have new opportunities, right, to expand, you're you're always being challenged to keep that standard up, right? To keep the same quality that you always did. And and so coming from your background, and 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 I know your focus is a lot on education uh with this role. Tell me a little bit about what sets you guys apart, right? The brands that you're currently uh, uh, representing or, or that are part of the company. And I'm sure there'll be more brands in the future, but tell me a little bit about what sets you guys apart and how do you keep that consistency while you're scaling and, and maybe adding brands in the future? And, you know, how does that help the franchisees as well? But tell me a little bit from your view, how do you keep that consistency and manage the growth? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's, that's the big selling point for going with a franchisor instead of going out on your own is you're not just buying uh, the name on the sign, but you're buying all the experience and the expertise that everybody in that organization has and their focus on it. So, you know, when you buy a Beefo Brady's or you buy a bra the Brass Tap uh, bar, you know, you're buying a, a, a CMO who's got, you know, 20 years experience as a CMO. She's been the CMO here 15 years. You've got the CFO that's been here eight years, been a CFO for 18 years. Our CEO has been here 13 years. Uh, I've been in the industry, uh, you know, 30 plus years. Uh, so you're buying all that expertise uh, there as well. And then, you know, we own our own restaurants too. Uh, so we've got, you know, over uh, 30 of our own restaurants. Uh, so we have, a, a you know, an understanding of the struggles that a restaurant has. Uh, so we're not just, you know, selling a concept to people. Uh, we also own that concept as well. And, you know, we, we, we test things in the restaurants, you know, from a technology standpoint, from a menu standpoint, from a training operational standpoint. So you have all that expertise that goes into supporting that franchisee. Uh, rather than if you were out on your own and you had to, you know, kind of come up with proof of concept. And, you know, the other thing is, even if you 
you know, open up a restaurant on your own, how do you consistently make it where it's sustainable success? Um, you know, we have a great marketing department where, you know, they have a lot of research into menu innovation. We have a culinary, um, you know, chef. Uh, that's been a chef in the restaurant industry for over 30 years. Uh, just fantastic uh, at being able to create a craveable menu. And those are things you don't get if you go out on your own. Um, you know, so that's, I think, some of the biggest uh, advantages that we have. And it, it's specifically with FSC. Uh, if we have a really experienced team uh, that's very knowledgeable. And, you know, like I mentioned uh, before, uh, the the focus our our you walk into our office and the first thing that greets you it's a a, a, a blackboard with a, a vision statement that says 100% franchisee success and is signed by our our CEO um, so that's one of the things I think that really separates us too is that you know we're not just out for uh, you know selling more and more restaurants we want every restaurant we sell. Uh, and every person we sell to to be successful. Um, and that's something yeah. that really spoke to me uh, when I was going through the process there. So yeah. I think those that's are things that separate us, uh, as well as just the concepts. You know, you've got uh, Beefo Brady's, which is uh, like a family sports bar. So dad can get a beer, mom can get a you know glass of wine if she wants, and the kids can be around. We've got some games in, in there, really fun environment for the family. Uh, it's been around. Uh, we're, we're going on our 30, uh, 38th year. Uh, right now. So this is our, wow. our 38 years. It's been around. So proof of concept done 38 <laughs> years, times. You know? yeah. uh, and then the Brass Tap, you know, was founded by three guys. They wanted to uh, create the ultimate beer, uh, craft beer bar experience. And, um, you know, we started franchising that out in 2012. And, you know, it's growing. It's a great growth uh, vehicle, um, but it's a bar, you know, it's got uh, you know, craft beer, you've got, you know, anywhere from, you know, 45 to 60 taps, uh, but you got full liquor, beer, wine there and a great uh, craveable menu there, too. Uh, so, yes. you know, different concept, really exciting uh, vibe and, uh, you know, a great place when you if you get off work and you want to take your team to celebrate something. Uh, that's actually how I got introduced to Brass Tap was there was one in Atlanta and I took mm -hmm. my training team from my previous job there and was like, wow, this is a really cool concept. And <laughs> then, you know, got contacted by him and I was excited about it. Yeah, no, it's funny. Yeah, with the, yeah, you're looking through your lens of being a guy that that worked at McDonald's and and in the franchise industry. So whenever you walk into one, I'm sure you're like observing and paying attention. Yeah, and yeah. For you to be impressed, that must have that says something, right? It's like, well, they, they've done some good stuff here. Yeah, but uh, and, yeah, and and that experience, right? And we talk a lot about marketing on the show here. But that experience is is really the product. Like if you can just leave with that experience, if your guests leave with that experience, you just marketed the product, right? They're going to keep talking about it. They're going to repeat and come back. That's what you want. Um, so that that that's that's amazing. But tell me, listen. Um, obviously, a lot of a lot's been going on in the economy. Um, all of us uh, went through uh, a period in the early part of the decade here uh, with COVID. Oh, yeah. And, you know, no doubt you guys, and I, I spoke to some of you, I, I believe I spoke to, to uh, someone at your brand back in 2020. Um, 
but it was it was challenging for anybody that was yeah. in certain industries, well, any industry really. But but obviously you had to innovate, you had to overcome. Being in a franchise brand allows you to do that as a business owner, to have that network behind you, have everybody working on the same problem at the same time. We saw amazing innovations in that time frame. And now here we are, fast forward to now. And, you know, we hear stories about, you know, labor being challenging, you know, to get the staff in place. And here you are running training and education. I'm sure hiring and getting the best team in place is a big part of what you think about and, and, and deal with. Tell me how you guys are dealing with just the global challenges that everybody deals with, 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 with the economy. And then how do you, how, how do you take the education and make sure those local operators have the best teams? Like how, how does that work? Yeah. You know, that, that is definitely the biggest struggle. Uh, I, I think all overall in the restaurant industry is, is definitely people staffing, um, you know, you have a younger workforce uh, now than you ever did before. Uh, you have less experience. You have, probably have less people. And so you really got to get innovative with how you train. You know, one of the things I, I read a article and a study um, a, a couple of months ago that talked about that 80 percent of the uh, traffic on the Internet is video. And so, you know, we we uh, we've really embraced uh, video uh, with our training. And then one of the things that that probably made a, a bigger comeback in the pandemic than bourbon was uh, QR codes. You know, you you everywhere you went, there was QR codes for everything. And so we've taken that technology, too. And, you know, we're we're assigning QR codes to training videos um, where we take and we uh, film an expert, our back of the house um, manager of training, um, our manager of beer training. Uh, and we'll we'll film them making a perfect cocktail or we'll film them making a perfect uh, burger. And uh, we embed that video into a QR code. We put it on training material that we can put right at the point of production uh, so that, you know, people nowadays, they're getting all their learning and information from, you know, Instagram reels, TikTok. So they go on. They're used to scanning and being able to uh, to watch that. And so, you know, we've got it where they can go on and watch an expert it, uh, make the product perfectly uh, right when we time lapse that down because you got to capture people's attention uh, really quick. So we want everything to be, you know, less than a minute, preferably 30 to 45 seconds. We put some text overlay because kitchen environments noisy. Uh, so, you know, you got to always be looking at how do you, uh, you know, kind of build a better mousetrap there and uh, and be innovative in your training. So we've really embraced um, you know, video, there's going to be things that we uh, uh, really enhance our materials when we when we do reprints and everything yeah. like that. So really excited about that. Um, you know, we have an LMS system that has an app. Um, we're really excited. A lot of LMS systems don't have mobile ca- uh, capabilities. Ours does. Um, and again, you, you're talking to that younger workforce. You gotta, gotta be able to, to give them the training in the, in the way that they're used to receiving their information. But we don't, we don't leave out, you know, the adult, the other types of adult learners there as well. You know, like I said, you, we've got some text overlay. We got, um, you know, uh, uh build charts that are around. So, uh, we've got a, uh, that's one of the, 
other support systems that we have is I've got a full team. We've got a professional uh, videographer on our team. We got a professional instructional designer on our team. So, you know, when we create stuff, we've got professionals that, uh, you know, know how to really create some fantastic material. I've uh, been real excited about that the, the few months I've been here. Or you, you've keyed in on some things that that uh, clearly you you understand. I just think, uh, as a marketer, I, I I think about attention spans. I often hear about or read about you know the attention span of folks has dropped significantly since the '90s. Let's say I think you know they compare it to different time frames, but you know because we're inundated with with information and we weren't before. Now we are. We have unlimited information and. Uh, so how do you deal with that? Well, you immediately address that. And then you have the mediums. Like I'm still a guy that I got my phone, of course. I've always been a tech person, but I do like my bigger screens. Like I I do spend a lot of time on a screen you know, versus other people that might not. So for me, I like big screens and I'm often like, I don't want to watch videos on a mobile, right? But 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 everybody does. And and a lot of people sit and do a whole training on a, on an iPhone, right? And, and so you have to make sure that you can serve them as well. So that's great. It's good. It's really key stuff, and and clearly not something that's easy to accessible to to the everyday business owner. So that's that's helpful. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, you mentioned uh, some innovations on the training side. You know, how do you see the the future of dining evolving, at least with your brands? And I'm sure because training is is a big part of staying ahead and making sure you're ready for things or, or preempting any changes in, in the way people are doing, you know, buying or consuming what you do. It, it, what do you think, like, what, what are the, what do you see as, as evolving from the two brands that you guys focus on? What, what would change uh, that you see kind of happening? I know mean, online ordering has increased and yeah. different ways of doing things have changed, especially because of COVID. Right. But yeah. tell me, what are your thoughts? What, what do you guys see as evolving? Uh, as as dining. Yeah, definitely, you know, off-premise continues to grow. Um, So you've got to really, you know, make sure that you've got packaging that supports that. You got to make sure that, you know, even when you're looking at store designs, are you taking into account now uh, that you have, you know, more off-premise dining? So you got to have places to, you know, stage orders and things like that. And you see some really cool technology coming out on that now with equipment providers providing warming drawers for for pickup cabinets and and things like that so you got to really you know look at the the different ways that you're you're growing um you know i think you're going to still always have that you need that personal relationship and that interaction too so one of the things on training that we really want to make sure is hey when we do have people come in Let's build that connection. Let's build that relationship so that people come back. You know, a lot of times nowadays, people are starved for that. You know, remote work is is up a lot more. Um, and so they don't have the interactions they used to. So, you know, when they come in, we might be the only person that they've seen that day. You know, they're getting off a eight hour shift at, and coming in, but that eight hour shift was at home uh, on a computer. So they need that interaction. They need to, to be able to you know, have a great time out and be in a great environment. So, you know, one, we do want to make sure we're addressing, you know, things like, um, you know, off-premise and third-party delivery. Um, but we also want to make sure that we're, we're, you know, really supporting that engagement and that interaction with the guest uh, there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I touched on earlier, and, and a lot of times when I'm speaking with 
uh, folks like you, I, I, we talk a lot about like, if it is a, a restaurant concept of some sort, and there's different, obviously, kinds of restaurants, but it is about an experience and it is about the quality of the food, right? Um, and because, you know, if that's good, like you said, you know, you're right, everybody, we prefer like I, I do have my I do spend a lot of time virtually and I do have my ways of visiting certain businesses that I like. Right. right. Whether it's a grocery store or it's a restaurant or it's a store, like sporting goods or something. I like the interaction. Right. And that'll never stop as long as we're all humans. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it, it's something now that means more, even more now than ever, because it, it's like we used to just think of it as, well, of course, that's just the way life is. We always interact. Right. We go right. to work. We do this. But see, now it is an experience. I go specifically because I want that interaction with other people. And so if you treat me really well, well, then I feel really good. And that's that's sort of the marketing. And now I'm going to go and I'm going to come back more often. I'm going to tell my friends. I'm going to bring people back. It might be business oriented. I might you know, do catering. Who knows? But it is a lot about the experience and the quality of the food. So tell me a little bit about, I know... We live in a world now, especially with the younger uh, generations coming up. People are, are conscious of of how uh, how you source ingredients and and how you go about you know putting your 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 dishes together and all that. How do you guys approach that uh, in terms of just making sure hey the food is at a standard that this is our standard and it needs to stay that way? So how yeah. do you maintain that and and yeah what goes into that? Yeah, so we have a, you know, a culinary department uh, that has, you know, we have a, a, a great chef with tons of experience. We've got, um, you know, an assistant chef there as well. Uh, we have a full purchasing uh, department uh, that makes sure that we're sourcing um, and can source um, throughout our distribution centers because, you know, we're, we're throughout the, the country, obviously, in, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're, out west, we're all the way to California, uh, Georgia, Florida, uh, everywhere in between. So we've got to make sure that when we do look at products, uh, that we we're thoughtful in: Are we going to be able to source that product in all of our our um, you know distribution centers, and that all of our stores will be able to get those products? So our culinary team uh, works with marketing, with purchasing on that. I also have somebody off of my team. Uh, that works with them uh, to make sure too that we can execute that flawlessly in the restaurant. So, um, you know, we we want to make sure uh, that we don't stifle any kind of creativity uh, or anything like that because you know that's that's something that you know really drives um, you know inter, uh, guest uh, transactions is craveability into a menu. But you got to be able to execute it, and so um, we've got a, a great partner in our our chef. And our culinary team, uh, that our trainer, our, our lead back of the house, uh, training manager, he works with them, uh, from ideation. Uh, so when they're first starting to look at a product that they're going to present to our leadership team, to our franchise advisory council, you know, we're working with them early on to make sure that we can you know, execute those products in the store flawlessly. And we're also working with purchasing to make sure we can get those uh, materials sourced um, and, you know, don't have, uh, 
have to pull some kind of promotion early because hey, it was successful and, and we we ran out of it. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. you know we we're we're too very, successful. Yeah. I was going to say you yeah. don't want it to be too successful, right? That, that's sort of, you got to be ready right. for the for the floodgates to open. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're always uh, thinking of that. Also, one of the other members on my team, he he works with them on small wares and equipment. So you know, if there's anything that we're going to need from a new smallware that we're thinking of that we're getting that in, we're ordering it or making sure through our equipment providers uh, that we're going to be able to have that in the restaurants too. So, you know, a lot of things go into, uh, you know, LTOs and, and different, you know, new menu items behind the scene uh, that people don't think about. Um, but that's, again, that's that's a benefit of, of having, um, you know, a franchisor that's that's been doing this for, for a lot of years. <laughs> oh, totally. And, and I, you know, my... Uh... My daughter happens to have a really strong interest in culinary, you know, types of things and restaurants. And, and so we watch, you know, a lot of the reality shows that have been out over the years. And I've learned a little bit about, you know, just from what they talk about, right? What, what is the restaurant doing wrong? And by the way, there's no franchises on those, but, <laughs> but, but basically, you know, these are just independent, you know, restaurants and, it's, it's a lot of times is about that menu, you know, you want to be creative and you want that creative ability, but can you really execute that profitably and consistently? I mean, really? Yeah. And so it's usually let's do less, less is more, but let's do it really well and make sure the ingredients are fresh. And so it's the same thing you're saying, but it's like built in, uh, like anyone who starts a franchise wouldn't, wouldn't have known what to do wrong because you've eliminated all the wrong things to do. Right. Um, right. So, but so with uh, with this show being a marketing show, I always like to ask at least one good marketing question. Uh, so you've got you've got a new restaurant running. Obviously, we, we'll leave launch because I know launch is one side of it, right? Getting ready and right. PR and letting everybody in town know, and and there's a lot that goes behind that. I'm sure. Tell me a little bit on the technology side with the point of service and. And and again, uh, once things are going, how do you help the uh, franchise owner market that location? What is some of the key ideas? And, and obviously, it's about getting folks to come back, getting them to share their experiences, obviously, if they're positive, but even if they're negative, so you can learn. But tell me a little bit about how that plays into some of the digital marketing today and and you know technology like your point of service, point of sale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, we have a, a tremendous... Um, CMO and field marketing uh, managers that work with the franchisees to make sure that they're successful and put together, you know, specific plans uh, that really help, uh, you know, the individual franchisees in their area. Um, you know, local store marketing, they, they work with that. But as far as the, uh, with the digital marketing too, um, you know, we have a, uh, 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 app um, that you can order from. You can join a loyalty club and build points. Uh, you know, on the brass tap side, uh, it's, it's really cool in that you can go in and, and uh, you know, test your beer knowledge uh, and everything and, and go in and just learn a lot about uh, different beers and different styles of beer. Uh, it's amazing, uh, you know, just the information that you can learn through through the apps that we have, especially on the brass tap side. But that, but you know, those loyalty programs are are really uh, beneficial. And you know, there's a 
a lot of different, you know, every company nowadays, you know, with travel and hotels and airlines, you know, people are used to loyalty uh, programs. So, you know, with restaurants, uh, you really start to see it coming on board now. And I think we have a couple of really fantastic ones that really market uh, to the different, uh, you know, both different brands there. Uh, but we have a really strong um, marketing department. And and like I said, we also, so it's not just after launch, we're, we're there always with you. Um, you know, we have, um, uh, you know, ad campaigns throughout the year. We have LTOs. Um, we also just have different uh, vendor specials like we might be doing at the brass tap, like, a you know, something where it's a special with flat tire and we're marketing that. And, uh, you know, March Madness is it was a great time for us. Um, a Super Bowl is, is like our Black Friday and in, in, yeah. in uh, retail, you know, and our marketing department is always really pushing the, the envelope on advertising those. Uh, and again, we have great field support for it. Um, we had a, a, a the other day I had a trainer out supporting a restaurant where we were doing a, a local store marketing event with the elementary school band. We were up 126 percent for the day. And, wow. um, you know, but so you got operation support there. You got training support. You got marketing support. Uh, and that's another thing, not just are, do we have field marketing people. We also have uh, regional franchise consultants that are assigned to each franchisee uh, group. And, you know, they're they're always out there making sure from a business planning standpoint that you're going to be successful. Yeah. Wow. I almost want to buy one. Yeah, <laughs> you do a great job explaining. It. Now, now I it's, it's in touch true. with some people that. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know a guy. Yeah. Um, but but you know, I, when I think of marketing, I, I, I especially with an experience type product like a restaurant where it's about your social life and your experience and food and so many good things. Um, but it is about, you know, when you think about reputation, repeat, resell, right? Now, the reach part would be all the hard stuff that being everywhere, being ubiquitous in your little world, right? right. Like you're on Facebook, you're on Google, you're here and you've got a team, right? It, it would be quite difficult for someone to just jump into all that, right? And I think in the restaurant industry, you, you want to use those channels to do the repeat, resell, Right. You know, keep that reputation, you know, and, and that's real because it's just the same audience around where the the uh, restaurant is. And if you can do a great job of doing that, then you know, you'll always have a thriving business. I mean, it's yeah. just that simple. Yeah. You all you gotta, wanna, yeah. Yeah. You got to be really forward thinking, too. You got to know what the trends are going to be, because if you if you're you know, if you're late to the party, you're going to be the you're not going to have the product. And, you know, by the time you get ready to start selling it, that fad's going to be out and it's, there's going to be another one. So, you know, that's yeah. the, the other thing. Marketing's always got to be forward thinking and and really looking ahead at, hey, what's the trend going to be, you know, six months from now? Because, you know, we got to develop creative. We've got to do photo shoots of it. We've got to develop menus around it, products around it, you know, all those kind of things and get purchasing time to be able to source uh, the products. And Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's really, brilliant. No, that and that's another level. That's a next level thinking uh, uh, marketing wise. That's a that's someone that has hundreds of locations. And, yeah. you know, what I mean, it's like. Uh, but you're right. It, it, you know, I think in terms of marketing uh, skills, when you're in the restaurant business, you got to be pretty good at it, right? Yeah. Because you're always communicating and getting attention, right? You got to get people's attention. And exactly. so, 
Well, you shared something earlier, and I, I wanted to kind of wrap the show up. And I, I uh, mentioned earlier, I love, I love kind of uh, being here with you and picking the brain of, of, of guys like you. Um, but you said something earlier. I thought that was a great example. Like when you said, hundred percent, right? Hundred percent franchisee uh, success. Now, it's a very basic thing, a phrase. Like, okay, hundred percent. But really, what I take from that is 100% we're in. We're all in. There is no variation. It's 100% success. Right. We're given all of that. We're given all of our, and I'm committed at the top here. This is my signature. So I thought that was a brilliant way to say to everybody, yeah. this is what we got to be always thinking through this filter, right? When you're working with franchisees or when you're any, any part, you think through that filter. But is there anything as a leader in your world, in the education side of the business and running the teams that do that, is there anything that, or even in, in training or in teaching that you have felt that is a key principle or idea that has just helped you be better at that or help others learn faster or whatever you want to share? But I just wanted to ask you. Yeah, I think it's always be developing people and be a mentor to people. I think the success I had um, has always been uh, either from uh, it's it's kind of a dual uh uh, it's that I've always had somebody that's been mentoring me to be better. Um, but also, um, I've always had great people around me. And, you know, when I, uh, the way I got into training was when I was in operations, because the early part of my career was always uh, operations, whether it was company ops, franchise ops. Um, but the way that I was successful was by training and developing people. And that's how I got into training was eventually leadership started saying, hey, you know, that guy's he really developed some great teams and great people and great programs. Um, so I think you always got to be, um, you know, developing people. And, and to do that, you got to be communicating with people and find out, hey, what's their goals? And, you know, even if they, they have a, a, you know, a goal that you don't think they're ready for right yet, you know, letting them know how to get there and, yeah. and career mapping that. I think that's, you know, for me, that's what's made me successful. It's it's all about people and all about developing people, you know. And that's uh, you look at, you know, kind of our one of our big rocks here uh, for both brands. Um, for us, is to really uh, develop and build out a leadership development program, uh, and specifically a develop from within uh, program. Too, um, you know, as we mentioned, it's harder and harder to get people staffing. Number one, um, you know, toughest thing in the industry. So we got to grow our own leaders, uh, and we got to so we got to give them the tools for that, and we got to give our managers the tools to be able to develop people. So we're we're developing a whole career path model uh, and leadership development program. And uh, honestly, that's that's what's um, been able to help me be successful in my, in my career. Yeah, that's where that's how you got here. And and that, I think that's brilliant, right? Because that is that is so true. It, it, you know, why? So if you build a team, and you bring people in, and wherever they're starting from, some are more experienced, but a lot are starting from a place where they're not as experienced. Why not give them a track to run on? Why not show them the future? Right. Why not, in, you know, because not only is it good to be thinking, how, how do we develop them? But it's also good to give them the incentive to say, we want you long term, right? Right. Like when I grew up, they were still talking about, and probably you too, where you thought, oh, your career will be one company or after you have a couple of jobs and <laughs> you'll be in one company. And it's just not that world really, but it, it, but it needs to be more back to that though. I mean, right. brands, 
have to give you a reason to say, I could, I could be here for a long time. I mean, this right. is a path to run on. And so I think that's amazing that you think that way and, and it, it can only help everybody uh, in the brand. So it was great having you. I really appreciate it. Before I let you go, is there a website? What's the best way to learn more about these brands? What, what's the best way to do yeah, that? You can go on to uh, beefobradys.com um, or, or bra- the brass tap and dot uh, com. And there's, um, you know, even if you just uh, Google search it, it'll come up. And uh, on the site, it's got, you know, be an owner. And, you know, you can click on that and it goes through all the different requirements. Uh, it gives our story, gives us some bios to our leadership team uh, there as well. So you got all the information that you need uh, to make the great decision of becoming a Brass Tap franchisee or a Beefo Brady's franchisee. Beautiful. Well, Alan Rogers, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Yeah, Abe, it's a pleasure being here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Uh Bye for now. Bye. 